Okay, so I'm with Janice Rouse, who's come up. Well, it's two quirky web series, actually. Uh, comedy series. One is two minutes. It's like a slide yes. post. And the other one is five, min- five minutes. Now, I, I shouldn't say that because this is the, the very nature of web series now, of course. Yes. I'll get this punchy comedy out. Uh, with the timing being perfect with COVID. So we, you've entered the Shan- Shannon O'Brien Co- Chronicles co-video yes. series and talk in. Um, so before we go any further, I will leave you to elaborate about these two dynamic web series that you've done. So thank My you. Shannon O'Brien Chronicles. Well, the ironic thing was it. I had actually started creating this character the year before. I was in a lull in my career is needing to update like my website headshots and I needed to update my reel. So I thought about creating different uh, personas, if you will, to present for my demo reel, whether comedy or drama. And then this idea of a person based on my hometown where I'm from, which is way West Texas. And they have real thick accents and they wear big makeup, you know, with like color on every single layer of their eyelids and big eyelashes and big jewelry. And it just kind of grew. No, you know, when there. you talk like that, when you talk like that, all I can envisage is Sweet Home Alabama, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, Alabama, now here's the difference. So if you want to go to the deep south, they have a more genteel sounding, you know, because ah, they're the, from the deep south. They're classier. They're, they're classier. Class, exactly. Right, but then okay. you go to the west and you go over to Texas and they, like, they're real harsh with their R's and everything. And they say malls and R. And it's very difficult to understand sometimes. <laughs> so I provide subtitles for some of my Shannon O'Brien Chronicles web series bits but I started creating her I had you know and and she grew over the course of 2019 I got a little bit more uh exaggerated with the accent exaggerated with her wardrobe and then it got to the point where film critics were starting to go what is this this is hilarious and uh you know it kind of blossomed but I got really tired because I was doing one one a week And what was exhausting about it was it takes about an hour to get dressed, get her hair right, get the makeup on. And it's about 30 seconds of filming. (laughs) And then the editing, then you get into the editing and it's not elaborate editing, but I do add little animations and to accentuate her points. Uh, And, you know, I break it apart and add a little banjo uh, interlude, if you will, to break up the joke so that you can catch it. Because sometimes it goes too fast and you won't catch all of her points. So I laid it down for about nine months. And then COVID hit uh, in March of last year, as everyone knows. And uh, a friend of mine who is actually from England... Uh, he had, I think he returned and he was in England and he was trying to keep in touch with all of his LA friends. And it was April and he asked, where's your character? I loved her. <laughs> Cause I, I hadn't even done anything with her. Her makeup was all, you know, everything was all boarded up in my closet. And then I thought, well, 
how would Shannon handle this whole face mask issue? And that was around the time that everyone was talking about what's the correct face mask. Well, cloth, it's not cloth. It's not this one. It's not the surgical one. It's the N65, whatever. So I thought, well, she's from Texas. And anyone who knows, you know, Texas in the United States, they eat, drink, sleep, uh, American football, not European football. This is the American football with (laughs) not the real one where you actually use your foot and kick the ball around their American football where they carry it under their arms and knock everybody down Um, based on rugby (laughs) with helmets. So she would think in her mind, Shannon's mind, face mask would mean the face mask of an American football helmet. So that was kind of started this whole new era of the Shannon O'Brien Chronicles where she does, it's essentially a parody of what everyone's feeling in lockdown. And she exploded in the film festival world. People just, it brought that, I need to laugh really bad right now because I'm on the verge of tears, you know, for the people who've been in lockdown, who are scared, who are, you know, uh, or frustrated because she really started at the very beginning of it. You know, she was about doing about what she did before where I wouldn't get a lot of views, but people would laugh that loved her. But then it was about August, about the time that we're getting tired of this thing there's now politics is involved. So people oh, are getting are less uh, scared and more just this is silly. You know, just the things that we're adding to the real situation of the pandemic. And that's when all of her little comedic, this is what you do with your face mask and I'm protected <laughs> from the COVID virus. Because it was called originally Corona, which is a beer. So she thought everyone was afraid of a video that had to do with the Corona beer. So she had her football helmet on and she was all waiting for the beer to come after her. And that just really hit a funny note with a lot of people at the right time. So that's kind of where she comes from. Very literal. Uh, a lot of the comedy is based on a uh, wordplay, uh, even childlike. You know how kids will say the darndest things and they don't understand certain terms. They yeah, yeah. take it very literally. And that's kind of where Shannon's from. Someone said she's a modern day clown because, you know, the makeup is bright pink lipstick. Yep. That's kind of the, the staple is this neon pink lipstick and the rainbow colored mask <laughs> makeup and uh, taking everything very literally, but ser- sincerely. Not, yeah. you know, it's this sincerity or wonder, if you will, it's like, really? <laughs> And I think what, you, what that means. <laughs> no, and I think what you've done is really clever, uh, and yeah. it, it could be timing as well. Which is, we've seen lots of films that are COVID. They've done for, been done through COVID. Yes, but I yeah, think yeah. the key is to keep it to five minutes or less. Yes, keep right? it then, quick because you've quick. done that, right? You've done that. Yeah, because um, that I think is kind of. Um, 
the perfect time. Because yes. Can easily go over the top and go into like 30 or 40 minutes. Be yes. Don't go down that Yes. Door. It's very yeah. funny. It's, yes. It, and that's what I'm saying. It's slices or chunks. Yes. Good. So have you done, you must have done stand up before. You've got that kind of. Um, I've uh, done improv. Right. Okay. But not, I know I have a, I have a really good uh, friend who is a stand up comic and she was very successful and she's been kind of putting that bug in my ear to do stand up and I don't know. I do very well with comedy. When I started with acting to begin with very beginning, went to school as a music theater major, they kept giving me comedy roles and I got so bored. (laughs) So you didn't want to do comedy to begin with? No. Well, I wanted a variety. I mean, this is school. You're supposed to learn how to do everything. I wanted to learn how to cry on cue. And they kept giving me these like comedy roles. And then they'd say, Janice, not everybody can do comedy. And they made it like this, like you have a gift and all that. And then later, as you know, you go into your career, you realize that comedy is actually more difficult in some ways you anyone can pull out the tears but not everybody can make somebody laugh oh i think it's the hardest thing i think it's the hardest thing yeah so and maybe it's just i know when you look (laughs) funny story so uh when you look at some of my old baby pictures i have one where my mom caught me i was literally maybe nine eight months old and i my way of telling her I was finished with whatever was in front of me was I'd raise my hands really high above my head and then I'd put them down and I'd raise them really high again and I'd put them down. Well, one time she put the food in front of me and I raised my hands really big and she turned around and then I'd put them down and she's like, are you teasing me? (laughs) So apparently I started teasing and doing jokes when I was, I remember at like seven years old, I would go into a brand new situation and I'd see the kid in the corner crying and I'd go over and try to make him laugh. So I think I've always kind of seen the world in a silly, goofy light or, you know, carry this. I just like to make people laugh, but I like to make them cry too. If you give me a chance, (laughs) That's terrible. But yeah, so, um, but yeah, no, I've always been given that comedic role or whenever there's a comedy scene, I'm always brought in to do it. So, and I just roll with it. It's fun. I do love to make people laugh and people like comedy. You know, it's funny, like a lot of casting directors, when you network with them and you do these workshops, they really like comedy because they like to laugh. Yeah, they yeah. get bored. <laughs> yeah, and it, it absolutely cuts through. I mean, it's the same for us We're Yes, on Netflix, if I'm honest. Yes. Okay, you might see the latest Dwayne <laughs> or whatever. But the truth, <laughs> but although most of his film, films are comedic, but um, we would probably, well, not probably, definitely choose a rom-com over a drama. Yeah. Netflix and, and, and um, Amazon Prime that I want to watch, which are dramas. Yes. We always get sidetracked by putting a, a comedy on because it's yes. fun and you want to feel good. So it, yes. Uh, so can I, I mean, I'm sure I've been to America on a number of occasions. I've sadly never been to Texas, but I'm sure opportunities in Texas exist for someone in the film industry, of course. But 
can I make yes. an assumption that they do, but really you need to get to somewhere like New York or LA? To- yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, is, yeah. Is it that serious? Yeah, well, and that's kind of, there are shifts in the industry in America right now. Uh, I, when I started the whole like serious pursuit of my career, I moved to New York City and that's where I got my foot in the door, commercials, print yeah. campaigns. And that's when I uh, was able to join SAG. Uh, and then that opened the door for me to move to Los Angeles. And then I've been there for a number of years pushing, you know, through the industry. But I am recognizing that film locations are starting to move. So a lot of Marvel and Disney movies are filming in Atlanta, but they're casting in places like L.A. and New York and Chicago. So uh, if and then like they'll there will be some television shows that they'll cast the leads in L.A. and New York. But then all the smaller roles, the support roles are with people that are in that area. So uh, it's there, and I know Austin is starting to become its own film world. Uh, When I came out to visit my family for the holidays, I even got a commercial audition for, uh, uh, I guess, I think it it was an NFL beer commercial, so it was probably Super Bowl related, but um, they never tell you that, but it was like in the time frame of the Super Bowl. Um, but it was uh, go- going to be filmed in Dallas. Uh, so things are starting to branch out and film elsewhere. It's cheaper. <laughs> well, so, yeah, that's right, because it went, it's tax incentives massively, and they've all yes. gone to, well, hang on a minute, like, I know you've said Atlanta is a really good example. Yes. And Dallas, and I, having spoken to other filmmakers that have been involved, and they said, we're simple. We get such a good tax write-off here. And that, yes. Which is great because it's bringing new business into the city. And I'm also yes. in places like L.A., I don't know about New York, but in L.A., even filming in L.A., like a street scene, the, the hoops you have to jump through. Oh, my goodness. It's, it's madness. You know, it, it must really put people off. It does. It does. I know uh, I did a short film out there with uh, a filmmaker. He's been, you know, he and his wife are writers for different networks, and they wanted to do an independent uh, sure. And they filmed it on a school campus because they could via certain friends and everything. And because they didn't have to jump through all the hoops that you'd have yeah, to do if yeah. you went to a public park or all the uh, certifications and things that you have to have. And it really is nuts. I did a, you know, Shannon O'Brien is a, a literal web series that it's just me doing something in my uh, apartment, but uh, I did a, a pilot where I, I was the director, writer, producer, and I flew it out to my hometown in Texas because I could do it for the budget that I was setting and even be able to pay my actors. But all my actors were LA actors and I flew them out and I flew them back and I did all of this in a fraction, probably about the budget it would have cost just to secure a location <laughs> in exactly. LA. Ludicrous. And you can so, understand why people. I'm not. Um, I, I'm not saying it's a good thing, but you can understand why people do this guerrilla filming in LA and New York. Yes. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, no, I'm not saying you should be doing that, but you can no. kind of understand why people do it. Yeah, because they you're they're trying to create content, they're trying to launch their businesses, their careers, and all the red tape to do that. And it, the reason for all the red tape is because there are the they're trying to keep out the the non professional filmmakers and they're trying to prevent the the streets being filled with a bunch of cameras (laughs) you know all along that would interrupt traffic and i can understand that but there's got to be some kind of balance to allow for you know you have a legitimate sag production or school production and you just want to make a good content uh show and not force them to spend their budget just securing the certificates that will enable them to actually do something. So yeah, that's kind of, it's not fair, but that's where there are other means. You go to your hometowns, you go to other States, you drive four hours across the border to Las Vegas and you come back. So that's what I know. A lot of people start filming in Las Vegas, those independent, they go to Las Vegas, which is a four hour drive from LA and then they drive back. So um, people make do and content is still being made. So Brilliant. that's just what artists do. <laughs> okay. Jeanette, thank you so much for your time. And who knew? Yeah. I mean, it's just gone like yes. incredible. Wow. No, honestly, it's been great fun. I mean, we try and keep it around 20 minutes because... Yeah. Well, you know, you make films. You want to keep... You don't, yes. I mean, you could go into... <laughs> I mean, you don't want to go into... Oh, no, 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 no. People will lose interest. And although Yes. She's been an absolute pleasure. So thank you so yes. much for this time. Absolutely. Oh, this was fun. Thank you for having me. No, thank you. And um, like I say, thank you very much for putting your film to our festival. Film. Absolutely. Thank it's you. a pleasure. And Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.